we're a very sociable species, whether we like it or not. And so we live in this social world. It's important for us to be able to have a have really good social skills and communication skills. And so DBT is really unique in that it has a slew of skills that we learn that are helpful for managing those. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Bill Emmeheiser, and you're listening to Mental Health U, the podcast dedicated to demystifying and destigmatizing mental health issues. So if you or someone you know is struggling with depression, anxiety, trauma, or some other mental health issue, then this podcast is for you. This episode is proudly sponsored by Unison Health, dedicated to making lives better through compassionate, quality mental health and addiction treatment services. Learn more at unisonhealth.org. Today, we are thrilled to have special guest joining us, Kelly Gunn, a dedicated and experienced licensed professional clinical counselor at Unison Health. Kelly brings a wealth of knowledge and expertise in the mental health field, particularly in a transformative therapeutic approach called Dialectical Behavioral Therapy, or DBT. Currently serving as the facilitator of a dynamic DBT group called Dialectical Behavioral Therapy Skills Group. Kelly is passionate about helping individuals develop essential skills for emotional regulation, distress tolerance, and interpersonal effectiveness. Her commitment to fostering mental well-being is evident in her work. She is here today to share her insights into DBT, answer questions, and shed light on the incredible benefits of the skills group she leads. Kelly, so excited to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Great. Well, tell us a little bit about your professional experience and and how you became interested in DBT. Yeah, so I started my journey here with Unison back in 2018 as a student intern. At that point, I was working in adult therapy. Later, I had the opportunity to finish out my internship working in our substance abuse program, which was really cool. But then as soon as I graduated and obtained my credentials as an LPC here in Ohio, I decided I wanted to continue my work with Unison, and that's when I had the opportunity to go over to our Sparrow program, and there I worked, and that's really when I got my a lot of my immersement, I guess, in DBT. I got a lot of training done, a lot of the day treatment groups that I did, I used DBT with, and eventually I had the opportunity to facilitate the DBT skills group. So I've been doing that ever since. And even though I'm technically back with our adult therapy team, I'm still doing the DBT skills group and seeing individuals for DBT. And so that's pretty much my experience so far. Can you provide our listeners with a brief overview of what dialectical behavioral therapy is and how it differs from other therapeutic approaches? Absolutely. So I like to think of DBT as sort of a mixtape of therapeutic approaches. It blends cognitive behavioral stuff with concepts of mindfulness and acceptance. So we can kind of think of it as therapy paired with practical life skills. It's all about managing emotions, improving relationships, and elevating our tolerance for distress overall. DBT is unique because it's big on validation and has a more structured skill building vibe kind of sets it apart from other therapeutic techniques. How effective has DBT been shown in addressing various mental health challenges? Yeah, so DBT has quite the track record. It's great for addressing various mental health challenges from borderline personality disorder to mood disorders, even substance abuse. There's a lot of research that has shown how effective it is for reducing self-harming behaviors and suicidal thoughts, also improving emotion regulation. It's got a tailored approach, so it's like a custom fit for those dealing with intense emotions, impulsive behaviors, and tricky interpersonal relationships. 
its emphasis on validation and the structured step-by-step method makes it like a toolkit for people who need practical strategies to navigate their emotional landscape and all of life's unexpected hurdles. Who would benefit the most from your DBT skills group? So having worked with an array of individuals dealing with different presenting problems and diagnoses, I've really found DBT to be the most helpful with individuals diagnosed with borderline personality disorder, or BPD for short, as it is most notable as a treatment for those with BPD. So it's like their go-to therapy, but it's really helpful for helping anybody reduce self-harm, intense emotional roller coasters. And, you know, that's a lot of stuff that many with BBD face, but also those with mood disorders, depression, bipolar disorder, it really helps keep those mood swings in check. But it's not specifically, there's no criteria that you have to have a specific diagnosis. It's really for anybody dealing with intense emotions, issues in relationships, low distress tolerance, anything along those lines, anybody can really benefit from it in that way. But you are going to find a lot of information on specific populations that it's most notably helpful for. But I see, I I use DBT with a wide range of people and have been for a few years now. So you mentioned a couple of terms that I'm not sure that everybody may know off the top of their head. So you mentioned Mm -hmm. emotional dysregulation. What, for, for somebody who may have never heard that term, what does that mean? So we so we we know about our, our emotions across the span. We have a comfortable emotions and uncomfortable emotions. And for some of us, dealing with those uncomfortable emotions is in, is incredibly difficult. So we might experience those on a high level that causes a lot of distress for us. And so when we when we struggle with sitting with those difficult emotions, we're really struggling with being able to regulate them so we can eventually problem solve. We might be making ineffective choices, seeing more harmful behaviors come out of our inability to deal with those emotions. And so that's what's really meant by emotional dysregulation and the goal of being able to regulate our emotions in a more effective way. Kelly, can you give an example or tell me what you mean when you talk about intense relationships? And so I also do a lot of work with domestic violence counseling. I would say the DBT and domestic violence counseling are Mm -hmm. like my two top that I do. But we're not just talking about relationships in which domestic violence is occurring. We're talking about, but not just romantic partnerships either, any relationships where, you know, we might have issues with Mm -hmm. managing conflicts with people. We might be easily offended and become very defensive in our relationships. We might have a, a history of just getting into what some like to call toxic relationships. Maybe we have a lot of conflict with family members, have a hard time maintaining friendships, that sort of thing. Maybe we're, you know, we're always getting banned from places because we're we're having outbursts at, you know, staff members in different places, things like that. We're a very sociable species, whether we like it or not. And so we live in this social world. It's important right. for us to be able to have a have really good social skills and communication skills. And so DBT is really unique in that it has a slew of skills that we learn that are helpful for managing those what I, what's called interpersonal relationships. And the goal of interpersonal effectiveness, being able to navigate those. So it's beneficial for our life and, you know, the overall well-being that we try to achieve when we're setting goals for therapy. Yeah. And your skills group, I'm I'm just thinking if I'm listening to this and I'm thinking, okay, I might have some of these um, intense relationships. Uh, Maybe I could benefit from this or I have some struggles with with emotions and that kind of that roller coaster. And I think this group might be helpful for me. I oftentimes hear folks ask why a group instead of individual, could you 
maybe give some of your insights on how a group setting enhances the therapeutic process for, yeah. for folks with these issues. Yeah, definitely. So the skills group versus just individual DBT has a number of different benefits. The number one being that peer support. It's it's just really helpful to connect with others facing similar challenges as us. It helps us receive validation, which is really vital to DBT, the feeling of being understood and less isolated. It's also helpful for applying those learned skills in everyday situations. So when we hear peers speak on how DBT has been helpful for them, we're a little bit more motivated, more intrigued in the very least. So we're more likely to continue with that treatment. Accountability is another good factor in group settings. The group environment really helps. And lastly, feedback and just hearing different perspectives is another benefit to groups. We can get a lot of insight from others and it's really helpful to kind of see how we can apply these skills in different situations. We really get we really get used to being able to hear differing perspectives or even opinions on things and being able to apply our skills in the group setting and practice it all together. So that's why, you know, kind of a brief overview of how, why the skills group is, is heavily recommended for those who really want to benefit from DBT. And it's going to help speed that progress along, especially if you're doing both, both pieces, some DBT on the individual level and in the skills group. But it definitely is the, you know, recommend, most recommended is the skills group for sure. Mental Health U is brought to you by Unison Health. Unison Health, making lives better. You just mentioned practicing these skills in group. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming that this is not a, this sounds like a very active therapy. This does not sound like I show up for an hour and a half group or a two hour group or an hour of 50 minutes of an individual therapy session. And that's it. I'm done. It sounds like there is some practice that is required. Can you talk a little bit about, well, first of all, can you confirm that? Do you need to practice these skills that you learned and practice in group in your everyday living outside of group and outside of therapy? And if so, how do folks apply these skills in their daily lives? Yeah, definitely. So that's definitely a requirement. So the group is, well, my group at least is is once a week for two and a half hours. And what I always tell everybody is that we have to be engaging in therapy outside of therapy in order to really start to see those benefits in our lives. Whereas, you know, that two and a half hours is really impactful. We're learning a lot and we're having some really good discussions and really getting to know the skills. It's not going to be much help for changing things in our everyday life unless we're committing to practicing them outside of that that session. And even our, our like you said, the individual sessions as well. And so it, it, it's just like any other therapy. It happens over time. It's not an overnight thing. And the group does run for 24 weeks. I do see a lot of people go through the group again, because, you know, getting all that information mm. thrown at us, it can be a little bit overwhelming at first. We're learning a lot. And so that first run through through DBT is really just letting all those skills kind of soak in, getting familiar with them. It's usually when we do a second round of that, or we get closer to the end of that 24 weeks, that we even start to notice that we're just habitually utilizing utilizing those skills in our everyday life. So for example, we were talking about interpersonal effectiveness. So all about improving communication relationships. Um, a lot of people come to DBT and that's what they want to improve. They talk about relationships all the time. My, mm-hmm. my behaviors are impacting my relationships, something along those lines. And this, these are actually my favorite skills out of all of them to teach because, you know, like I said, whether we like it or not, we're a very sociable species. So it's really eye-opening to yes. break down, you know, why we communicate with others and the world around us and the ways that we do. And so utilizing those skills, there's lots of acronyms in UBT that we use that 
really give us a script specifically for conversating with other people um, and in the best, most effective way possible dealing with conflict. And so if somebody is taking those skills, rehearsing those outside of group, the next time they're faced with a conflict situation, they're going to be that much more likely to apply those learned skills in that situation, have a better outcome, which is, you know, a domino effect into the, all the other parts of our well-being. So yeah, definitely, you know, a commitment. It's a little bit of work, but it's incredibly beneficial and definitely something where we see a lot of progress and growth. Absolutely. I, I can only imagine that, you know, you get this information, you get a, a chance to practice in group, and then you get a chance to practice out in, in the real world and generalize it to your your actual experience. And certainly those interpersonal skills sound really valuable to just about anyone. I think any of us could probably, everyone could probably benefit from some skills to enhance our relationships, whether we have intense relationships or not, maybe just utilizing some of those skills in just to be closer to someone or maybe to get your needs met in, in a way that, you know, doesn't damage the relationship in some way. Relationships are complex. They're tough. So it sounds like DBT really, really has that under control. So that's great. So I, as you were talking, you're talking about interpersonal skills and practicing those. I'm, I keep going back to thinking about people who are struggling with intense or overwhelming emotions. What are some DBT self-help tips or techniques that somebody listening to this that's experiencing those overwhelming emotions or intense emotions could incorporate into their lives today? Yeah, definitely. So for those struggling with those intense or overwhelming emotions, beginner DBT tips that somebody could try or consider is, or some of the ones that I use off the bat with, with my clients, individual or in the skills group is, you know, keeping an emotions journal to track your feelings, start to identify patterns, because we really got to get mm. familiar with ourselves. Self-awareness is a huge piece. We have to know what we're dealing with in order to get to the end goal, which is that problem solving stage. And so an emotions journal of some kind, journaling in general can be really helpful to get us to understand and manage those emotions better. Another good one for similar issues, practicing reality acceptance. And so there's a skill in DBT called radical acceptance. Super helpful for a lot of people. Helps us acknowledge that some things are just beyond our control and practicing being able to let go of resistance and painful realities helps us with building our tolerance for distress overall. So those are just complex examples of some starting points for beginners in DBT. Great for stepping into achieving greater emotional resilience and improving our well-being over time. If someone was interested in learning more about DBT on their own, what would you recommend or where would you where would you direct them? Yeah, so anybody interested in learning more about DBT or a DBT skills group, they can visit unisonhealth.org forward slash DBT. So there you'll find details on when and where our skills group takes place, my contact information, any direct questions. The website has information on how to schedule an intake assessment if that's needed. And I can be contacted directly if somebody's wondering if DBT is right for them. So I definitely recommend check that out if you're interested in learning more. Well, a big thank you, Kelly, for joining us today. It's been an enlightening and empowering conversation delving into the world of DBT and especially talking a little bit more about your skills group. Your expertise and passion for mental health shine through. I am really incredibly grateful for your valuable insights and the time that you spent uh, talking to us and sharing with our audience. I want to thank you for being on the show. Yes, thank you for having me. It's really been a lot of fun. And I hope to hear from some people who listen to the podcast. Absolutely. Well, to our listeners, 
Thank you for spending time with us. It's our best hope that we provided you with some value. Remember to be kind to yourself, be kind to others. And until next time, have a super fantastic day. This podcast has been brought to you by Unison Health. Unison Health is a nonprofit mental health agency dedicated to serving the Northwest Ohio community for the past 50 years.